are listening to The PoetCast, the podcast produced by the Whittier College Office of Admission, where we discuss topics to help you navigate the college search process. On today's episode, we're covering everything you need to know about the common application. We also offer advice on how to stay organized and on track when applying to multiple colleges and universities. All that and more on The PoetCast. Hello everyone and welcome to The Poet Cast. My name is Adriana Prada and I'm the Enrollment Communications Manager here at Whittier College. I'm joined today by our Director of Admission at Asma Fuentes. Say hi to the guests. Good afternoon everyone. As um, Adriana just mentioned, my name is Asma Fuentes. I have the uh, fun and pleasure of uh, serving Whittier as its um, Director of Admission. I'm also an alumnus, so I'm always very, very happy to have the opportunity to connect with any future poets. Thank you. And today we are going to talk about the common application. Um, so specifically applying to colleges through the common application or uh, what we call the common app. So fun fact, and Erasmo probably won't like that I'm gonna give this fun fact, but uh, we have about a little over 20 years experience between the two of us at admissions. Um, so I like to think we know what we're talking about, but you know, again, feel free to ask us clarifying questions later on after, after the fact. Um, all right, so Erasmo, I have a very important question to ask you. Yes. What is the common application? Great question. So, you know, the common application, I guess the best way to describe it is it's an online application platform um, that is honored by, gosh, you know, over like 800 different colleges um, across the United States and close to some like 50 international universities around the world if you're applying to a private college like Whittier um, and a, you know a couple of its peer institutions then the common application is the route to take yep very good um, and the the cool part too is that um, you can apply to more than one school at a time so I think common app allows you to add up to 20 schools uh, we don't recommend applying to 20 schools uh, but you do have that option if that's what you want to do um, and and yeah it's it's kind of a one-stop shop uh, basically you're s sending the same application to all of these other schools that you're interested in applying to we're all getting a lot of the same information um, on the other hand though you definitely don't want to name drop within your essay for example so if you're applying to Whittier College but you're also applying to Redlands you know maybe make sure that you're not um, specifically naming uh, the college that you're interested in within the essay because we're all going to be reading the same one. Good point. You know, a question that typically tends to come up when, you know, when connecting with, with students and, and oftentimes parents as well is the whole idea of like, do I have to complete my application all at once? So no, you don't. Um, and let me clarify that uh, Common App isn't paying us to say any of this. Actually, we're paying Common App to be able to use our service. So uh, everything here is really just for, for your benefit, for you all to know. Um, but no, you don't have to complete it all at once. Another cool feature about it is that you can save your work and come back to it. Um, in fact, and so the idea is so that you don't get overwhelmed either. So. Um, I recommend as you're starting to fill out your applications and everything, give yourself, you know, 30 minutes to an hour every day to work on it. Um, you know, save your work, set it aside, and then come back to it the next day when you have a chance. And I promise you'll you'll be done before you know it uh, when, when you're all done completing it. Um, that being said, this assumes that you aren't starting uh, your application the night before your deadline, um, in which case it can and will get overwhelming. So again, certainly give yourself some time 
um, to to fill out your applications. That way, you know, when you're done, you're done, and you've got all your work there saved for you. Um, another question we get is, when do I turn in my materials? You know, that sort of goes very much uh, aligned with, with the previous question, um, Adriana, in the sense that um, obviously you will want to turn in your materials by the time the application is due, right? And, you know, as, as Adriana mentioned, you definitely want to give yourself ample amount of time as you're working on your application. Um, you know, the good part, as Adriana mentioned, is that you get to create a profile and then you get to work on your application sort of at your own leisure. But you also have to keep in mind, especially if you're applying to multiple different schools, is that every single school will have its own unique application deadline. So, for example, you know, um, Whittier College has two admission plans. We have an early action uh, deadline, which is scheduled for November 15th, and then our regular decision is scheduled for February 1. But that doesn't mean that, you know, our, our neighbors down the road, um, you know, will also have the same deadline. So you definitely want to give yourself plenty of time. You want to make sure you have a calendar um, with you at all times. So you you're, you're keeping track of all the different deadlines, uh, but you definitely want to be able to turn in the material, um, you know, way before the application is, is due. So that can also give, you know, the Office of Admissions, you know, plenty of time to process the applications and obviously uh, match all the, the documents uh, to your application. And, you know, when we refer to application materials, you know, what we're referring to primarily are going to be your official high school transcripts. Um, test scores if they are part of the application, um, along with you know letters of recommendation, personal statements, and every now and then certain schools will also have supplemental essay type questions in addition to the application itself. So you know all of these uh, materials will count towards you know the overall component of the application itself. So again, you got, you want to give yourself plenty of time to work on the application, um, as you know every single school will have its own set of questions, its own set of supplemental material, and again, like I mentioned earlier, um, their own unique deadline. So you want to make sure that you're keeping track of everything that you're working with. Thank you. And kind of going back to what Adasmo was saying about early action versus regular decision, that was actually going to be my next point to make. So you've all probably heard uh, terms such as early action, early decision, regular decision. Um, it sounds confusing, but it's not supposed to be confusing. So early action ju typically just refers to an earlier application deadline. So giving you the opportunity to get your application, your materials in, and then guess what? You don't have to worry about it the rest of your senior year. Um, typically, they are non-binding, which means you still have until May 1st to make your final decision. Um, and so Whittier College's early action deadline is November 15th. Um, you've probably also heard early decision. So early decision suggests that you are not only applying early, but once you're admitted, you are contractually bound to attend that institution. And we recommend that for schools that, you know, this is my number one, this is where I'm going sight unseen, this is where I want to be. Keep in mind, um, you're also making this, this, this decision before you find out your financial aid awards, things like that. Um, so Whittier College doesn't have an early decision deadline, but many other colleges do. So you definitely want to pay attention to the differences like that between early action and early decision. And the regular decision uh, simply refers to uh, a later deadline in some cases. Um, again, your deadline to 
decide if you'll be attending the college is on May 1st. Uh, it's typically across the board. Um, and again, it just gives you a little bit of time if you need it um, to still submit your application. So our regular decision deadline is February 1st. Don't worry um, if you decide you're going to apply regular decision instead of early action, we won't count it against you. Students have a lot of reasons for why they want to wait to apply and that's perfectly fine. But yeah, those are your three uh, differences. You know, I would also add when, in, in terms of the different uh, decision uh, type of deadlines that there's also another one that's also, you know, sort of popular as, you know, regular decision and, and, and the early action and early decision, and that's rolling admission. And primarily, um, a lot of the uh, larger institutions, the, the state institutions, primarily speaking, will um, honor the rolling admission process. And basically what that means, folks, is that you have multiple start times throughout the, uh, the entire calendar year. So for example, certain schools will abide to the traditional fall start. Other schools will have like a fall slash spring start. And then again, when it comes to rolling admission, you know, you can start either like in the fall, in the spring, or the summer. So, you know, as, as we're giving you this this information, you know, again, you know, the overall purpose of, of this particular conversation is for you to be aware of the various, um, I guess, um, not only deadlines, but also the various type of applications that are out there, the various type of schools that are out there. So as you enter the admission process and as you're working forward, um, that you have, you know, the information that you need in order for you to make uh, strong and educated decisions as you move forward. Thank you. So sounds looks like this was a pretty short episode. Um, and Asma, did you have anything else you wanted to add, Ben? No, I, I think I, I, all I would want to reiterate is what you mentioned earlier, and that's, you know, being loyal to time. Uh, I know that you know, your senior year, oftentimes, you kind of get um, you know carried away with the various uh, traditions that may be taking place at your school. Um, Obviously, at this moment in time, you know, we're all dealing with with the COVID pandemic, so things are a little bit blurry, but obviously um, schools are still um, abiding to to their deadlines. So so you definitely want to make sure that you're loyal to time in order for you to to give yourself plenty of time to work properly on the application so you can then go ahead and submit material and application that best reflects, you know, not only your professional, but also your your academic potential as well. So you can go ahead and impress um, the people that are going to making the big decisions on your application. Thank you. So again, I want to thank Edasmo for participating in today's episode with me. And thank you, our audience, for joining us today. If you have any questions that maybe we didn't address here today, or even if you'd like to request a topic for a future episode, you are more than welcome to email us at admission at whittier.edu. Thanks again and stay safe out there. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to visit us at www.whittier.edu admission for more information about the college and becoming a future poet. On our website, you'll find links to the common applications so you can create your profile and start the process of applying to any of the 900 plus member institutions, including Whittier College. And in case you missed the news, we recently eliminated our application fees, so now it's completely free to apply. Be on the look for future episodes as we continue to cover a variety of topics that will inform and empower your college admission journey. Thanks again for listening to The PoetCast.